0: What's that? Polka? No, the Metro. Nada! Nada! It comes to hell!
1: This is the onslaught. This is the onslaught. I'm Vargas, and that's Brian over there. Oh, just that, uh, Just right into it, huh? Yeah. Because no conversation. No, I because I have a conversation. Okay. prompt yeah you're a, right i have a prompt So
0: let's get that out of the way no. this is the only heavy metal podcast in the world
1: yeah oh all i guess
0: we're just skipping over that i guess okay. no no,
1: no. Do, do your thing uh we've got we're the we're the podcast that's Don't even really try. good oh, Don't but try. just go to the conversation prompt <sighs> fine you know what <laughs> i gave it my shot at introing the show yeah and I, how did it go really good i think yeah it was. Let us know. Email us at theonslappod at gmail.com and let us know how this intro is going for you.
0: Mm, uh, the Podcast.
1: Whatever it is. I can't do that either. Well, I know. we're not going to get any hate mail about it, are we? <laughs> I guess not. Uh, in lieu of heavy metal news, because it's, it's the week between Christmas and New Year's, so light news week. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to discuss with you <clears throat> the future of heavy metal. Now, I read an old article on Metal Sucks this weekend about how metal is a kind of a stagnant music genre. Uh, it, it talked about how... How old is this article? <laughs> it's from 2013. But...
0: Okay. I but just, you know, everything on Metal Sucks, I got to take it with a grain of salt because those idiots sometimes...
1: I think it, it made it made some good points and I want to see if you agree with them. Okay. The points that I saw that I agreed with personally, myself, uh, Andy Vargas agreed with, were that uh, metal fans tend to take a while to support new and upcoming acts. What
0: <laughs> are you saying? Like, as a whole, metal fans are kind of like stubborn and and exclusive.
1: Yeah, stuck in the past. If what? You will. Yes.
0: That doesn't sound like the metal fan base as a whole. Yeah. Okay. So that's
1: why. I, that's that's what I said. You're being sarcastic. What? I would assume. Mm, I don't know. Um. So you know, I uh, I agree with that. Um. You know, it's it's uh, tough out there for an up and coming band, and even even you know bands like new bands, right? New new bands, Gojira, They're twenty 20, 25 years old as a band. At yeah, they're point, not new. They're not new at all. So what are you talking about? Why'd you bring them up? Well, just, I would say that that would be an example of, like, that somebody could give of, like, oh, well, they're not from the 80s, mm. but they're still a 20-year-old band. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, So, you know, perhaps, perchance, the metal community as a whole... Mm-hmm needs to uh chill the fuck out chill the fuck out shake, yeah. shake it off a little bit you know
0: be if, a fan of taylor swift if you want to be
1: be a fan of everything
0: yeah I, w- I would agree with that is that what other points they make i mean that was that was pretty much the big one is that that so they're blaming the fans for the stag the stagnant stagnicity stagnation stagnation of oh yeah stagnicity was that <laughs> uh that metropolis from the comic book stag boys <laughs>
1: yeah yeah Uh, The city they lived in yeah
0: but uh so they're blaming the fan for the stagnation of metal as a whole
1: right i I would say partially the the fact that like every big festival the headliner is like a band that has you know 30 years of experience under their belt i would
0: disagree with that so so i mean of course right there's the there's the the bands that have been around forever that are still playing, right? So no longer are we going to get Slayer as a headliner for those festivals because Slayer's no more, right? Yeah. But you still have Metallica headlining those things. You still have, um, I mean, even even so far as uh, Motorhead would have still headlined. Mm-hmm. Iron Maiden is still headlining, but you also ha- right. So that, but that was true thirty years ago as well. Mm-hmm. But now you have people like Trivium is headlining. Mm-hmm. Uh, bands like Volbeat are getting top bills on those kind of festivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there are new bands, but we just haven't gotten rid of the old ones because for whatever reason, they're able to stay around longer and this may play, actually play into Metals Not Changing, right? We still enjoy the stuff we enjoyed 40 years ago. Yeah. But you're starting to get these newer bands and the only reason that, the, that it's not all these newer bands is because the older ones are still around to play. Yeah. So as soon as metallic is done playing, as soon as done playing, as soon as Iron Maiden, I, I, I think Iron Maiden might have actu- made an actual deal with Satan, and I don't think they're ever going to be done. <laughs> no, playing. Never. But you're, I mean, so it, then it's going to be the Triviums, the Gojira's, the Mastodon's up there at the top top of the bill, and then you'll get other people in there, the newer, newer quote unquote that have been around for 15 years right yeah so then 15 years from now those guys will be at the top top and then you'll have a band that's just starting out today let's hope so i think I, it just take I, I wouldn't say that it there's no change i just think it takes
1: way more, way 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 longer but only
0: because those bands are still successful yeah they can still sell out shit because that's the difference between pop right there's very few pop icons like taylor swift yeah adele harry styles madonna I mean, is she selling out? I stayed. I don't even know if she plays. I don't know, but there's very few pop icons. But there's a lot of one hit like
1: flash in the pan. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So they they aren't around in 15 years.
1: But what do you what do you think? Like, because the other the other big point they made in the article, and this will be the last thing before we get to the battle, the other point they made was that th- there there's not a lot of innovation in terms of the actual music. They, they made the argument that the last big new metal genre or new craze in metal or whatever, however you want to call it, was arguably like ginned, right? And that was basically just an evolution of like death metal or thrash metal, right? Um, you had stuff like they specifically said like the stuff in the 90s that the Norwegian guys were doing, the black metal scene was the last like bomb in the heavy metal community that like totally changed the landscape.
0: Yeah. I think with now with the, uh, the internet, the way it is. Right. So like, think about classical music, right. Yeah. That lasted from the mid 1700s to the early 1800s. like almost a hundred years yeah. before it was like considered outdated or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was basically because of the invention of new instruments and new technology. Yeah. Right. So with the internet, I, I would say that we're very close to being at the end of the line on new inventions, music-wise. Mm-hmm. Bands are still finding new ways to to create new sounds. Uh, w- one that comes to mind is like CKY had a very unique distortion sound mm-hmm. um, that they ran through all their pedals and gear and everything, and it gave them a unique sound. Their music was not like vastly, you know, it wasn't head and shoulders different from everything else. Yeah but their actual sound was very different. They had a very unique sound. Whenever it came on, you knew this was CKY. I would argue the same thing uh, with Gojira. Whenever you hear a Gojira drum line or, or intro, you kind of know it's Gojira. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, part of that is technology is not changing fast enough for, for people to start making new sounds, but you could say that um, like like you said, Gent is a new one. The, the kind of like dance metal, that you get like blessed by a broken
1: heart, um, Eskimo, Eskimo cowboy, that yeah. kind
0: of stuff. I would say that's like the newest that's, type of thing.
1: That's kind of what I thought too. Even stuff like polyphia where they like incorporate a lot of like hip hop and jazz elements yeah.
0: into metal, uh, or, or the, the wankery of stuff, the, the like instrumental, like where it's all just guitar wankery. Yeah. I'm trying to think of
1: animals as leaders, animals as
0: leaders, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think these are all new inventions, but because are our new styles, but because of the internet, you you absorb it and you're like, oh, this is cool. And then you spend three hours on YouTube and you find 90 uh, bands that are all doing are, the yeah, same thing, right? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that was awesome. Like, cool. I have new, new bands to listen to now. Whereas 40 years ago, it's like, hey, check out this only band. The they hand cr- you a tape.
1: Only the cream of the crop. Yeah. They yeah, hand yeah. you a tape
0: and it's animals as leaders and everybody's like, holy shit, this band's going to blow up. And then they do through tape trades yeah, and, yeah. and concerts and everything. But like I said now, because of the internet, you just absorb it in a day. God damn it. And that's a whole new subgenre that you've completely annihilated in, <laughs> in twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. So I you know, I, I just think yeah, I mean, metal sucks can say whatever the fuck they want to say, but I think it's I think there are plenty of innovations in metal. It's just easier to find them all and to absorb them in a shorter period of time.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and it's not
0: like pop music has vastly changed over the past. You know, R and B hasn't come out of nowhere and, and had a. I mean, they have like the mumble rapping. That shit is a garbage.
1: You're right, but at least it's something different. But
0: I would say that mumble rapping, whatever it's called, mumble. I don't know, it, yeah, it's yeah. mumble something.
1: Yeah, like future and yeah, all those things.
0: That that stuff is just as different from quote unquote hip hop. as Jay Z. Yeah, as. Jay-Z. Yeah, as yeah. Dance metal is from Metallica. Sure. Right. Yeah. So for them, for Metal Sucks to say it's stagnant, you have to, you need to broaden that and be like, well, everything is kind of stagnant. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's kind of like technology, right? The, the, the leaps in advancement become smaller and smaller. smaller yeah. The bell yeah. curve. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So hopefully we're towards the end of the bell curve and everything's just going to blow. I mean, climate change. It, I mean, it's going to kill yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's, that's, so we got fun battles today, right? <laughs> <clears throat>
1: I think this is going
0: to be a fun one. Any anything to talk that's not the hellscape of of where we live in the world, not just where we live.
1: <sighs> yeah, Vader's good. Uh, Keep a lesson is good. Yeah, and, we, uh, uh, just vote.
0: And, uh, thanks for listening to the onslaught. Uh, you can vote. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Another, another episode in the books.
1: Oh, ah. bro, that's a new genre of podcasting. Mumble podcast. Mumble podcast. Sad mumble casting. <laughs> I
0: don't even know why I'm around anymore. It's
1: great. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Uh, no. Okay. So, yeah, the battle today uh, is Vader and Keep of coalescent Yep. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Go, I can go first. You go first? These
0: are, yeah. These are two uh, pretty, you know, sometimes we have the very, I, I always reference the the first UFC where it was kickboxing versus sumo, right? Hell yeah. This is kind of the new UFC where it's just two, two of very similar fighters. Yeah. Lots of
1: fists and knees. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, Right at you. Uh, So keep of Kalesen formed in Norway in 1993 by guitarist. Okay. Straight up. A lot of Norwegian names.
1: Uh, I got a lot of Polish names. So no judgment from this side of the table. Good, good,
0: good. And if you're judging me from that side (laughs) of the headphones, you can go fuck yourself your favorite band sucks
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> email us with the correct pronunciation and where can they email us the onslaught podcast at gmail.com he was really good thanks. you're so good at that thanks you should do it more i think nah uh formed in
0: 1993 by guitarist Arnt grombeck no he's got a stage name <laughs> better known to the metal world as obsidian C. Keep of Kalesen started uh, as an extreme metal band that would grow their sound to eventually classify themselves as, quote, epic melodic extreme metal, being, end quote, uh, being influenced not only by the black metal movement in their home country, but also epic film scores and soaring orchestral movements. But before their growth as songwriters, Keep of Kalesin leaned heavily into the more traditional black metal, including, including the stage names I just said about. The only thing I didn't see them do was the corpse paint. But they oh, could have sure, definitely sure. done it live, you know, early on. Yeah. At its formation and up until their first separation in early 2000, the band was made up of Obsidian C on guitars, Gash on vocals, and Vile on drums with Warrock on bass. Those are all stage names. Vile is of course V Y L.
1: Uh because he's true and cult. Yes. With V's. Yep. You nailed
0: it. They released their first album through the time through. Through Time of War in 1997, followed by Agnin Journey Through the Dark in 1999. Both of these albums are straight-up black metal and are honestly like pretty solid albums for what they are. After the release of Agnan, sometime in 2000, the band split up and would not reform until a 2003 EP called Reclaim – during the time apart, Obsidian C would actually begin to play touring guitars for Satyricon in 2002, which would continue until 2007, which actually kind of lines up with the permanent reformation of Keep of Kalleson, which I
1: will dive into very soon. So, he, did he do touring guitars on their like uh, from 2002 th- to 2007? That's insane. Yeah. That's
0: so cool. There might have been tours he missed in there, but he was like their touring guitarist from for those five years.
1: That's insane because that's like some of my favorite Satyricon. Yeah, he
0: didn't. Well, he didn't contribute at all to any other writing or or that. But uh, he still had to
1: play it live.
0: He did have to play it live. That is true. Uh, As mentioned in two thousand three, reclamation. Jesus, reclamation was released, and the only original member was Obsidian C. The other two members for this EP were also replaced directly after the release of the EP. Keep of, Kale- Keep of Kalesin has very clearly always been the project of Obsidian Sea and continues that tradition to this day. In 2004, the band would find some solidity when rejoined by drummer Vile and Torbjörn Shy, a.k.a. Theban, on vocals. Could be Theban, could be Theban, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce this fake name that he, is he's not
1: he's not the other bond he's, he's the bond bon. yeah yeah
0: he's the bond
1: uh james
0: bond no no just the bond oh okay no james a year later in 2005 they would be joined by bassist robert isakison nailed uh, it bro aka wisiak which yeah. is maybe the poorest stage name for a black metal musician i've ever heard it doesn't matter doesn't matter it's fine it probably means something
1: crazy and and he got a u and a z in that name i don't know it sounds pretty good to me is no there's two i's in a in oh, two Zs. never mind wisiac make it a u not Wooziac. oh not yeah. the guy who invented the apple you think an isaac newton no <laughs> Oh god
0: you know sometimes people get us i think and sometimes they don't and if they haven't gotten us they've already turned off the podcast yeah so it doesn't matter
1: my joke was steve wozniak yeah yeah.
0: and my mind was about <laughs> yeah,
1: it was the apple gravity
0: uh <laughs> this four-piece lineup is when keep of kalesan would really find their sound and success to carry them through the next decade in 2006 they released armada which blew the doors open for keep of kalesan as a band the ex- the extremity and aggression was kept intact but an added layer of creativity which included keyboards Vocal performances like that of a character in a story and an overall Grand Joys feel would elevate the band to new heights. In 2008, they would release Ascendant, which would be another step into this epic feel that they had cultivated on Armada. Ascendant would peak at 19 on the Norwegian album charts and lay the groundwork for maybe their biggest ever performance in 2010. By now, everyone is familiar with the Eurovision Song Contest. However, not many are familiar with the more localized competitions to decide which artist actually represents the country in Eurovision. In Norway, that contest is called Melody Grand Prix, and it has been happening since 1960, which I thought was pretty cool.
1: Do they have to compete on cars?
0: Yep. They have to <laughs> They have to play while they're racing like, like Mad in the Max. Grand Prix. Yep. Insane, just like Mad Max.
1: Insane. Just like
0: you're really smart. You should be on quiz show. You should go on Jeopardy.
1: I probably should.
0: Uh in 2010, Keep of Kolesen entered the contest, the Melody Grand Prix with their song The Dragon Tower, which ha- had yet to be released uh, publicly. This is now huge for two reasons. Obviously, the exposure for the band was monumental. But Norway actually won Eurovision in 2009, and the way Eurovision works is that the country who wins the previous year hosts the contest the next year, and their artist's entry is guaranteed a spot in the Eurovision finals. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, Keep of Kalesen had the opportunity to be in Eurovision as an immediate finalist. Unfortunately, out of the 15 entries in the Melody Grand Prix, Keep of Colesson took third, which is still crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. That they were third in norway of the 15 bands norway had chose to compete yeah and they do it the same way they do a jury vote and fan vote uh and again carried them all the way to right way to third um later in 2010 they would release reptilian uh, by the way the 2010 artist for norway did not win the eurovision song contest yeah because so. they
1: didn't do dragon tower yeah exactly <laughs>
0: Later in 2010, they would release Reptilian, which included the Dragon Tower and likely because of their success under a national spotlight, the album would peak at number two on the Norwegian album charts. Insane. Right? (laughs) Number two for that that extreme of a metal band is wild. Um, In early 2013, The Bond would leave the band and and would not be replaced. Obsidian C would take over vocal duties and as a three-piece, the band released Epistemology, in 2015 which deviates slightly from their previous three albums to a more melodic feel they would also release an ep in 2016 that was the last release from keep of coalescent they are technically still active they are around as a three-piece obsidian definitely has a different vocal style he's able to do a little more clean stuff Mm -hmm. uh, but his aggressive stuff is not as full to me as the bonds was um so the weird, the, the fun fact, quote unquote, fun fact that I want to talk about. Yeah. Something I texted you today about was, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> on their website on the keep a colossal website. They have a blog tab. So I went to that blog tab to see, you know, maybe they have interviews, stuff that they're working on, whatever. And it takes you to, I can't remember the the actual name of it, but it's, it's Arts. so obsidian C's real name. like something, something dot WordPress dot whatever. And he's got like an entrepreneur, slash uh, build your own business slash like do you want to start a multi-million like business it's like a financial blog (laughs) run by obsidian c
1: which is insane to me
0: it's wild his most recent post is about nfts so it's not like it's from 2003 jesus he's writing shit like that's happening today yeah and there's no metal in it like i went through like the like and they're long posts (laughs) They're like they're like seven or eight paragraphs, big chunky paragraphs. Yeah. It's not just like, "Hey guys, we're working on new shit or yeah. or like
1: It's not it's, it's not like, "Check out our Keep of Colisson NFT."
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he does not like NFTs, which I'm with Good. Them because they're, they're fucking stupid. But it's just this weird like finance like aren't from Keep of Kalesin gives people financial advice. And I, I would imagine that there are, I would say thousands of people out there that know him from his financial blog <laughs> and not Keep of Kalesin. And not Keep of I would Kalesin. almost guarantee it.
1: That's uh, that's cool. But, you know, I'll, I'll say this. It sounds like if he was like a touring musician for Satyricon, he would be like a guitarist for hire, like a contractor, right? So he sounds like he's got maybe some entrepreneurship Experience. I'm sure he does. I'm
0: sure he owns something. I noticed if you watch the uh, there's a video out there of them performing the Dragon Tower at this grand uh, grand melody melody Grand Prix. Yeah, um, I, on the YouTube. It says Eurovision. They were never actually in Eurovision, but it's fine because it was a, you know, basically the the qualifier. semi semi. Yeah, the yeah. qualifier for Eurovision. But if you if you look at it uh, and I didn't know their names at the time, but it says r- songs written by or song written by aren't whatever his name yeah. is. And then it was lyrics by keep of Klesen. So I was like, mm. got me thinking, you know, this is a while ago. And I was like, did they, is this like a cover? Like the, is the, it, did somebody write the music? And then they took that. They're like, let's take this. Let's metalize it. Let's go to Eurovision. Yeah. No, he just has his credit on a national spotlight as his real as name. His name. Sure. So I think he's actually got like businesses. He's probably very business minded He's it's probably something about the there's a reason that he was able to bring back keep of Colesson by himself with
1: without the no other, other guys. band yeah, members. Yeah.
0: You know, and probably had no problem, like no legal issues. Yeah. So I think I think he's a, a savvy entrepreneur type financial advisor man. Well So start look, if you got <laughs> thousands of dollars lying around and you don't know what to do with it, hit up art. You might know you might know something.
1: Let's um you know we don't have a manager for the podcast yet.
0: We don't have a manager. We also don't have the money to pay for a manager.
1: Oh, I was just gonna Obsidian C at KeepOfColossus They
0: have a com. Give them a little credit. They're an org. They're, <laughs> they're they're more than an org. They're organized. I mean, it seems like it. So
1: it's uh, probably a dot tech though, right? They're new. T E K. Yeah. 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 So that's Keep of That's Kolescent. wild. That's. Yeah. Uh, I am still processing the fact that he's got a uh, financial advice blog. Um, wow. How about that? You never, you never know a person till you start Googling them. You never know a person until you watch
0: countless hours a, on YouTube. A lot,
1: a lot of and And uh, so
0: the real quick. So the, the, uh, oh my God, see, look at this. Look at the. Music
1: as an asset is the first.
0: Yeah. So his, the, the actual blog post is. Aren't And his little uh, banner at the top is Aren't obsidian. It's a very classy picture of him in like a oh, suit yeah. jacket, sunglasses hanging off his chest. It says musician, entrepreneur, marketer. That's, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. It's like, you know, eight online businesses you can start today okay. is a recent post. The skill of making money, the TCC method. I don't know what the TCC method is. It's the trains <laughs> collection car method. Uh it goes along with the Grand Prix we did earlier. Uh you can only buy two. He's got so this is what I'm saying. It's yeah. like I don't I don't know, man. It's so weird. Well it's so weird.
1: But Obsidian, if you wanna manage uh, the onslaught podcast, hit us up. We for, will not free. We will not pay you. Uh we'll pay you
0: an exposure. It's really good
1: exposure. We
0: are the biggest heavy metal podcast in the world, the only one. Yep. So
1: if you wanna if you wanna get on the ground floor of this amazing opportunity
0: actually yeah you do have to pay us but it's uh it's this in it's like an inverted funnel
1: uh-huh, uh-huh, uh
0: uh-huh. type of deal where you're gonna make money hand over fist i mean you have to pay us but that gives you the opportunity to make yeah, money yeah. then
1: all you have to do is get two of your friends and then they'll get two of their friends yep. and then ergo de facto <laughs> money money that's it um so my band does not have a financial blog um well i think we can just shut it down right now so keep a class and wins <laughs> It's easy. It is easy. uh, If that were the decider, it would be very easy. When you're voting, Uh,
0: remember which band has a financial advice blog. uh,
1: All right. So I've got Vader, um, and I'm going to start by answering the most important question. Yes, Vader was named after Darth Vader, which is what I learned. Interesting. And that is it. So if you... (laughs) uh, Okay. They they were named after Darth Vader. Yeah. I got visual nice confirmation up. of that okay i wanted to find out yeah and i did i get it they were founded in 1983 in Olskin. there's an s and a z in that name
0: yep so they're poland. 10 years older than keep of Colossum.
1: they are uh they're from poland some crazy town uh by peter 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 was there there's bless, bless you Wit, Wit, where, Kazik? You're nailing it every time. I'm just going to call him Pete from now on. Yep. Yep. Uh, he was at the time playing bass for the band. He now does vocals uh, and plays bass. Uh, and over the band's almost 40 year career, Peter would remain the only consistent member. Okay. Which I did not know. um They did have a longtime drummer who was with the band for about 17 years from 88 to 2005 when he quit. Um, and there was one guitar player who was with them for like 10 or 11 years, but he's been with them for the entire time. Um, <clears throat> so between 83 and 1990, Vader only released three demos, seven years, three demos. Uh, the last of which was morbid Reich, which has the distinction of being one of the most successful metal demos ever released. Uh, I read this in, multiple different like websites um i couldn't find exact sales numbers but they said like basically between the time they released it and the time they sold their first album they sold ten thousand copies of a demo wow it's pretty good it's pretty especially in in 1990 yeah Er era 90 yeah Yeah. which is crazy to me um so with with that huge success obviously uh vader scored a deal directly with earache. They didn't have to go through one of those like little, you know, Polish neighborhood yeah. metal record labels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, nine years after founding, they recorded their debut album, the ultimate incantation. Uh, and actually Vader had to record this album twice. I read a really interesting interview um, that Peter did with uh, decibel magazine. And so, so the story is originally earache, got them the ability to record at uh, Sunlight Studio in Sweden, which is the album or the sorry the the studio that recorded get this the first four entombed albums the first three amorphous albums as well as records from Tiamat dismember catatonia grotesque dark throne grave and a slew of others. Yeah they have a type. Yeah, I would say they've got a type and it's called success. Well, yeah (laughs) So they they were lined up to record at this huge studio, super famous studio. Um, and when they got there, the studio basically only had electronic drums and rented equipment. Mm. They didn't have any like studio quality guitars.
0: Does that shot? Okay.
1: Right? So yeah. like the, the what Peter said was like, they had like rented stuff. And if I had to play a show with it, it would have been just fine. But like playing a studio album with something that's not like super high quality and whatever, it just was like not up to stuff. So, um, doc was their drummer. He like kind of gathered up like d- double bass pedals that he could find. And like basically a, an ac- one acoustic snare drum and a couple of cymbals, and everything else was like electronic drums so they got out of there, and they were like, "This is trash." And earache was like, "This is trash." <laughs> so they sent the band to England, um, and they re-recorded the entire album at Rhythm Studios. Is
0: there a uh, is there a recording anywhere of that I, initial? I
1: couldn't find it. That'd be fun. I'm guessing it got trashed, especially if it was like
0: '80s slash '90s electronic drums, where it doesn't sound like drums; it yeah. sounds like <laughs> you know, in yeah. the air tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> Uh, if that is out there, I couldn't find it. I desperately wanted to hear it. Um, I'm I'm certain they were like, destroy that master. right Yeah. Burn that shit. Um, but I just thought it was really interesting that not only they did, they have to record the album twice, but like earache had the confidence that they would be good enough that they were like, yeah, you're just gonna, you get to redo this.
0: Yeah. Well, they already put money. They already wasted money on it. So it's like,
1: yeah, you got to make it back somehow. You got to do it. No one's going to buy that album. (laughs) Um, so that was pretty interesting. Uh, I, I also thought it was kind of surprising. Um, I'm, I'm a Vader fan from like back in 2013. So I'm easily a newbie in terms of Vader fandom. Um, I was really surprised listening to their early stuff, how similar it is to their current output. Um, I thought it was. It sounds, their, their early stuff sounds a little bit more like the Florida death metal stuff that was happening at the time, you know, like Cannibal Corpse, Morbid Angel, Death. Yeah. It sounds a little bit more like that, but it basically, like, it's a Vader song. You can hear Vader is Vader. Yeah. Um, which is cool, I thought. You got the, a
0: vision from the beginning.
1: Exactly. And they've basically just been, like, tightening the screws yeah. over 40 years. Anyway. A lot of tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Vader lost their deal with Earache after uh, Incantation was released, but it did absolutely nothing to slow down their output. So here goes. (laughs) In 94, they released an EP and a live album. 94, they recorded their second full album, De Profundis. 96, they recorded a covers album called Future of the Past. 97, they recorded album three called black to blind 98 had another live album called live in Japan. And after releasing all that on different labels, Vader finally signed with metal blade in 98. So between 94 and 98, they released at minimum an album a year. Jeez. (laughs) It's (laughs) a lot, which is insane. Um, 99, they mostly spent touring, um, including their first headline tour, but they did take time in November, December to record their fourth album called Litany, uh, which released in March of 2000. Uh, in 2002, they released album five called Revelations. Um, you know, in 2004, they recorded and released The Beast, and in 2004, they also opened for Metallica in Poland in front of a crowd of 50,000 plus people. That was probably fucking wild, right? yeah can you met like vader and metallica on the same bill
0: i mean yeah uh metallica i don't know if they did they do that whole they didn't do that whole tour with them because
1: no it just said it was a single show
0: metallica has always been like not always but uh when they were you know the big name that they were they like to get local bands to open especially like overseas and stuff so that's but it's really cool what a what an opportunity
1: yeah yeah uh Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, So they had kind of, well, for them, they had a big break um, between 04 and 09. Necropolis was released in 09, uh, which landed them on the Billboard charts for the first time at number 36 on the Heat Seekers. And that's just a constant for them now. Um, I'm going to go through the numbers on their next albums, but like they are almost the definition of consistency And the only thing they haven't done is like broken the barrier onto the regular, like billboard charts. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the morbid Reich would capitalize on that, you know, 36 position, uh, two years later in 2011 and they would climb to number 25 on the hard rock chart, 17 on the heat seekers, uh, at Igni in 2013, got them number 18 on the heat seekers, 2016 had empire 17 on the heat seekers, 21 on the hard rock charts. Uh, last year they released Solitude and Madness and I couldn't find the the chart position for that but they had four albums in a row that were number 17 or 18 on the Heatseeker charts. Yeah,
0: that is consistent.
1: Like that's the definition of consistent. And didn't we
0: didn't we decide that Heatseeker once they hit the regular Billboard or the top 50 or whatever they're, they can't be on the Heatseeker Yeah, if,
1: if they hit the uh, the top 100, 100 they're ineligible to be on the Heatseeker charts again. So like So
0: they can stay on it for a while, it sounds like.
1: Well, and they only hit it after like thirty years of yeah. being a band, and they've been on it for the last basically decade. Yeah. Um. So they they released last year twenty twenty solitude and madness that was their band the the band's twelfth full length album. This year in March May in May they released uh, a re recording of De Profundis their second album, um, and. and it's cool to listen to that re-recording compared to the, the original recording. Cause again, their, their sound has not changed much in 40 years, but you get to hear the, the polish that they've put on their sound Yeah, over the, the two recordings. And
0: it's, it's wild to think that, uh, you know, two years after Metallica formed this death metal band, formed and has stayed a band for however long you know almost 40 years
1: yeah um so uh, again to go to harp on the consistency right i'm gonna give you some numbers for their releases they've got 12 studio albums eight eps nine singles two cover albums two live albums four video albums just to name a few yeah that's a lot they just keep putting out music and
0: they put an album out in 2020
1: yeah so and 21 they put out an album this year that re-recording
0: yeah i, I meant a fresh new a
1: fresh new album
0: yeah so that means they're due for another album uh 2022 yeah
1: or 23 <laughs> one of them so the way they the way
0: they be churning stuff out
1: yeah so again um if if you if you want to hear what cannibal corpse would sound like if they locked in their sound but kept polishing it it's vader
0: and i would say vader i enjoy vader more than i
1: enjoy cannibal corpse yeah so if if we're all if we're all putting on our honesty hats
0: yeah and look (laughs) don't be afraid to say unpopular opinion that's the whole thing in metal it's like you know people can say they don't like slayer and still be a metalhead yeah
1: if we're putting on our honesty hats here i i think like hammer smashed face is a great fucking song Sure. But Cannibal Corpse can't write songs. Ooh. Shots fired. Like it's fun for what it is, but like Vader writes good cannibal corpse songs. Roasted them. Sorry.
0: Yeah, if their name was Cannibal Corpse, they would probably be probably have a bunch of fans too. People just want they want that album cover covered yeah, in blood. Totally. They want to see the name. They want to tell their parents they listen to Cannibal Corpse. Like, yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah. Vader. Oh, the guy in the helmet? No. No, Mom. The band. The Eagles of Death Metal. <laughs> Uh, uh. I told that story the last time, so I'm yeah. not going to tell it again. Good. So that's Vader. Um, Truly like diving into this band, like head first. They're so good.
0: Yeah. I think both of these uh, bands are underrated. Uh, And I, I would say, I would say probably more people know Vader simply if they ever Googled Vader trying to search for <laughs> star Wars and found this <laughs> found band. the band. No, but I, I just, uh, yeah. Uh, it may be a product of i I don't know what but they you know keep of has never hit the billboard charts they've only been smashing the norwegian charts so uh it's just uh it'll be interesting seeing these two go together yeah i would say that vader's the heavyweight in the fight but i've been wrong before one time
1: they've certainly got
0: the numbers they got the numbers (laughs) they definitely got the numbers so that's it. Vader versus Keep of Kalesin. Uh Of course, we have the playlist that will be out as of yesterday when you're hearing this uh, on Spotify. So check that out. Um, that will give you a taste of the band so you don't have to do your own research. We do it for you. Uh, just like, oh, by the way, you know, our st- it's commonly known that our starting uh, starting line is Wikipedia page to find yeah. references and everything. Keep of Kalesen's Wikipedia page has the little bracket that says citation needed like every two lines. It's crazy. It's insane. And some of them, it doesn't even say citation needed. It just says who or where did this come from? It's so weird. I've never seen that before. Normally it's citation needed
1: was my seventh grade English teacher grading. You're there. That's what it
0: looks like, man. It looks like a teacher was like, oh, and where did why? How do you know this?
1: Why didn't you say your sources? Brian, Who
0: who is this? and it's like who what is happening it's but it's very strange so i did i spent about two minutes on the wikipedia and i was like this isn't going to tell me what i need to totally know. useless yeah but uh yeah playlist is up on spotify of course we're always on spotify and uh apple podcasts google play whatever you listen to your podcasts on we're huh. on it make sure you subscribe if you have more than one podcast app subscribe on it uh on all of them that would help us tell a friend and uh, make sure to vote on our socials at the onslaught pod on twitter and instagram and you can email us at the onslaught podcast at gmail.com if you don't have the socials um i think i think that is it we hope you have a had a wonderful christmas hope you have a or whatever you celebrate kwanzaa hanukkah uh and hope you have a wonderful new year i'm gonna say this don't make a resolution just make a change
1: uh i resolve to keep listening to the onslaught and in I, year 2022
0: i think that's a great change that you're gonna make
1: oh yeah because i don't listen now. you don't listen yeah, right yeah, now. yeah yeah but uh good point
0: remember in 2022 it doesn't change the fact that your favorite band sucks
1: <laughs> roasted them